Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. I'm Laura Adams, and you're listening to the Money Girl Podcast. I'm so glad to have you with me. If you're a longtime listener, thanks so much for being a part of the Money Girl community. And if you've just found the show, a big, big welcome to all new subscribers. For even more tips, be sure to connect with me on Facebook. Just do a search for Money Girl there. On Twitter, my handle is at Laura Adams, L-A-U-R-A-A-D-A-M-S with no space, and sign up for the free Money Girl newsletter. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get organized this year. When life gets hectic, it's really easy to fall behind on organizing your financial and tax records. Believe me, I've been there. I struggle with this on a weekly basis. All of a sudden, you realize that it's been weeks since you even thought about paying bills reviewing account transactions, or filing mountains of paperwork. Problem is, being unorganized is a surefire way to mess up your finances. And when you lose control of your finances, you lose money. So in this episode, I'll give you a simple three-step system that I use to manage my financial records and stay really organized. I'll also give you a terrific resource to know exactly what financial records to keep and for how long you should keep them. To read the transcript for this show and get links to all the resources that I'm going to mention, just visit the Money Girl page at quickanddirtytips.com. Look for episode number 384 called A Three-Step System for Organizing Your Financial and Tax Records. So let's dive right into getting organized. The ultimate goal for organizing your financial and tax records is to have a paperless system. I know that might sound a little intimidating, but doing that would help the environment, save space in your home, and keep your documents safe from theft, fire, or water damage. But if you're like me, you're probably not completely paperless yet and still have certain documents to handle on a regular basis. My system for organizing different types of financial records will help you process them efficiently and find them quickly later on. That's the key because we don't want to scramble around and not be able to find something when we need it. Feel free to copy what I do or adjust my system to fit your needs. The vast majority of your incoming paper, such as bills, account statements, and receipts, should be eliminated to keep you safe from identity theft and to simplify your financial life. So continually pare down what you receive each month 
and throw away as much existing paper as possible so you keep only what you really need. Every time you receive a financial document through snail mail, find out if a digital copy is available and opt to go paperless. You can always print out a paper copy of a digital document later on if you really need to. So to get started with my simple three-step system for managing your financial records, you'll probably need some of the following supplies. A portable file box, a three-ring binder, a three-hole punch, a filing cabinet, hanging file folders, and manila folders. You'll find out how I use each of these items as we cover the following steps. So the first step is to centralize your paperwork. This is centralizing where and how you process your financial documents. I keep a portable file box in my kitchen where I open mail and go online. For you, the best spot might be in an office or even a bedroom. The file box is a temporary catch-all for everything that needs follow-up, such as receipts, invitations, and documents to be filed. Keep your file box as close as possible to where you process mail or pay your bills so it's really convenient to use. My file box has a lid with a handle, so I can easily move it to another room if needed or even hide it away in a cabinet that locks. My file box has seven hanging file folders with the following labels. One is for receipts, bills, action, taxes, shred, file-in binder, and file-in cabinet. Now, I'll explain what each of these seven files is for in just a moment. If you have another major category to handle, such as business mail or documents for a roommate, you can create more hanging folders as you need them to stay organized. The idea is that your mail and papers should never end up in piles or scattered around your home. The moment you receive any paperwork or open up your mail, decide which hanging folder to drop it in for future processing. You'll be surprised how good you feel when your paperwork has a home that's centralized, organized, and portable. Organization step number two is process your paperwork. So once you master the first step of centralizing your paperwork using that portable file box, make a habit of processing all of it on a regular basis. My goal is to clear out everything in my file box once a week. So let's review how I use and process paperwork in each of the seven file folders that I mentioned that are in my file box. The first one I have labeled receipts. This is where I put all paper receipts. More and more merchants are offering email receipts, so look for opportunities to reject paper and take that email receipt whenever possible. You can create a folder within your email application called receipts and move them there. Receipts are really important because you should verify the amounts and categorize each of your expenses, such as groceries, clothing, entertainment, and so on, so you know exactly how you're spending money. I use and highly recommend a personal finance software like Quicken. I love it because it links up with all of your financial accounts and automatically imports and categorizes your bank and credit card transactions. If you have tax-related receipts, these might be things for qualified charitable donations, safe deposit box fees, job hunting expenses, or tax preparation bills. You want to categorize these expenses properly and move those receipts into your taxes folder so they can be attached to your tax return or scan and file them digitally. 
If you have receipts for expensive items like jewelry, electronics, or appliances, you want to keep those to make sure you know their original value or maybe in case you have to make a warranty claim. You can move those receipts to your file-in cabinet folder to keep for the long term or scan and file them digitally. Any paper receipt that you don't need to keep should be moved to your shred folder. I love the shred folder. Never throw away a receipt without destroying it first. You may not realize this, but an identity thief can even use the last four digits of your debit or credit card number against you. Okay, so that's what I do with my receipts folder. The second folder that I mentioned is called bills. So this is for incoming paper bills. And I really have very few of these. But you want to keep them in this folder until you pay and transfer them to another folder, either to be filed or shred. As I've mentioned, you should opt to go paperless and stop processing paper bills altogether. If you're not using online bill pay, I can't emphasize enough how incredibly easy and convenient it is. If your bank doesn't offer online bill pay for free, consider switching to one that does. And I'll include some links to really good financial institutions that you might want to consider that have great banking, low fees, and online bill pay. Those will be in the show notes at quickanddirtytips.com in the Money Girl section. Paying bills online is so great because it allows you to send an electronic or a paper payment to any individual or company with the click of a button. You'll never have to write a check, lick an envelope, or buy stamps again because even paper checks are printed and mailed for you. When I started using this, it just really blew my mind. Uh, It's so convenient and saves so much time and money. So I want you to really get on board with paying all your bills online. With online bill pay, you specify the account that you want the funds transferred from and the date you want them taken out. If there's a problem, such as maybe a payment getting lost or not arriving on time, your bank will correct it. But I have to tell you that I've been using online bill pay for many, many years and have never had one problem. Okay, moving on to the next folder, which is called Action. This is for anything that you need to do, such as reading a letter, researching an offer, or responding to an invitation. Once you've completed the action item, transfer it to another folder or throw it away if it doesn't contain any personal information and, you know, you need to shred it if that's the case. The fourth folder is for taxes. This is for tax-related transactions, so you don't forget to claim them at the end of the year. Also, you always need sufficient backup for any tax deduction that you claim in case you get audited. And by the way, the IRS considers digital copies just as good as the originals. The fifth folder that I mentioned is the shred folder. It's definitely my favorite one. This is for the receipts you've processed, paperwork you don't need to file, or any sensitive junk mail, such as pre-approved credit card offers. Remember to never waste time handling or filing any item that you should just really get rid of to begin with. Just drop it in the shred folder. The sixth folder in my file box is called File In Binder. This is for documents that you want to keep for the short term and have quick access to them in a three-ring binder, such as loan statements or insurance policies, but only if you cannot get these documents as a digital version instead, and you can probably get all of them digitally. 
If you want to keep this three ring binder, documents will obviously need to get three hole punched first before they go in. And if you have many categories of documents in your binder, you may want to organize them with tab dividers. However, if you don't have any documents that you want to access quickly, or you prefer to have everything in your filing cabinet right off the bat, you may not even need this three ring binder. And the last file that I keep in my portable file box is called File in Cabinet. This one is for documents that you want or need to keep for the long term, such as copies of legal documents, product warranties, education records, and sentimental items where there isn't a digital version. Create a manila file for each main category. Each manila file should sit in a hanging file folder in your cabinet drawer. That keeps it upright and spaced out, so it's easy to file new documents or to find existing ones. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. All right, we've covered step one and step two. Now let's go on to step three, which is purge your paperwork. If you've done a good job processing your paperwork, you'll have plenty of items sitting in your shred folder. You want to use a cross-cut shredder that makes confetti out of your documents instead of the kind that cuts those long strips of paper. If you don't have a shredder or you really don't want one, you can take a big batch of paper to a shredding service and watch them destroy your paper. It's a really good feeling. At the end of the year, do a big purge by emptying your binder and shredding unnecessary documents or transferring them to your filing cabinet for long-term storage if needed. 
Additionally, purge your filing cabinet each year of all documents that you can live without. Never keep the originals of important documents at home. These might be paperwork with an original signature or notary seal, could be your passport, a will, or a birth certificate. It's okay to keep copies of these sensitive items at home. Just make sure to put them in a waterproof plastic bag and use a fireproof safe or a fireproof filing cabinet that locks. For your most important original documents, keep them in a bank safe deposit box. You can get a small box for less than about $100 a year at your local bank or perhaps your credit union. To know which types of physical and digital documents to keep and for how long, I created a really handy document for you called the Records Organization Blueprint. It's a PDF that you can download for free. You can get the link to this document in the notes for this show in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com, or you can go to my site, lauradadams.com, and do a search for Organize Your Records. It'll be at lauradadams.com slash organize dash your dash records. Now, you may be wondering what to do with your digital files. You want to be sure to store them in multiple places, such as on your computer, an external hard drive, and in the cloud to make sure you never lose any data. Use a free service like Dropbox to easily store or share your files remotely. Make getting more organized a priority right now. You'll feel more in control of your finances, be better prepared for tax season, and make better decisions to improve your personal finances. If you're not already subscribed to the show, iTunes is free, and so is the Stitcher app or the iTunes app on your iPhone. Subscribing on either platform is a really great way to make sure you get each new weekly episode as soon as it's published on the web. As always, I'm glad you're listening. Cha-ching! That's all for now. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.